Yo, what up? Deuce Means, Observing Report, and this is the motherfucking podcast. I know I said I wasn't going to be doing none for a couple of weeks. You know, I told you episodes weren't going to be coming through because I was in the middle of fundraising, but this is my fucking show. I show up whenever the fuck I want to. I mean, you know, just to make sure I keep you guys on a regular scheduled program, but I do what the fuck I want to. If I feel like breaking in and saying what's up to you guys and dropping a surprise episode in the middle of grinding, I can do that. It's my shit. I hope you guys are happy. I'm pretty sure you are because you fucks with me. I've been getting a lot of, I've been getting a lot of word, uh, I've been getting a lot of praises and props in the streets, in the streets, uh, you know, people really fucking with me. I appreciate the love and support. You know, this is our community. This is this is our our form where we can get off what we want to get off on our chest with no judging, with nobody trying to trying to critique what you're saying. Um, in the words of so many people on the internet, I said what I said, and so that's how the show goes. I said what I motherfucking said, and that's how we keep this shit rolling. That's the motto. That's the theme, and uh, that's observer report. So I just had a couple of things I want to get off my chest to let you guys know. You know, what I've been observing reporting these last couple of days. Uh, hope everybody had a wonderful Father's Day, first of all. All you fathers out there, I hope you had a good Father's Day. Uh, more about that in a minute. Um, mine was good. Uh, my kids showed me love. My girls showed me love. Everybody showed me love and respect. I greatly appreciate it. I hope all you fathers out there had a very good Father's Day. And, uh, you know, we don't get a lot of props, but... We don't do it for the props. We do it to make sure shit is stable and to make sure, you know, our, our, our household, tribe, family, whatever you call it, is uh, progressing and moving in the right direction. You know, we're the protectors, we're the providers, we're the, uh, we're the advisors, you know, we do it all and uh, we don't get any of the credit that we deserve because we're men. And they say men rule the world. I beg to differ. You know, saying we might run shit, but you know who rules the world? Women rule the world. But nevertheless, like I said, Happy Father's Day. I hope everybody enjoyed it. And uh, you know, it's another day, another dollar. Uh, shit. If you don't know, like I said, I'm in fundraising mode. If you have any money to give, not just uh, on some begging shit, but if you want to show those show some love, please. By all means, give to the cause. You can uh, check it out on Anchor. Anchor will give you the following directions. I have more to give you. You know, as 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 uh, I open up more of the uh, more of the uh, financial gates. I'm saying all this shit right. I'm kind of going off the top of my head. Uh, Noc hates when I do that shit, but you know, fuck it. I didn't write a script. I just wanted to get at you guys because I missed you. I missed talking shit. I miss you know. Getting shit off my chest. Uh, but yeah, up here fundraising, trying to get the show better. I got some uh, good things in store for you guys. It's coming real soon, so I hope you guys stick around and bring some friends. Invite, invite people, please. Let them know. You know, go to my Instagram. I know they say you got to make two separate pages, but why the fuck do I need to make two separate pages? I am a reserving report, and observing report is me. So. You know, my page is the Observer Report page. Whatever you want to leave on there, you leave it. You know, it's going to get to the show. Uh, we'll shout you out, everything. If you don't know, it's deucemeans27 at gmail.com. 
You can DM me at Fat James Bond on Instagram. I'm also on Facebook under Observer Report. And, uh, shit. Uh, I forgot the phone number. We'll get that later. I'll just put it on, I'll just put it on, uh, one of the postings or something. But, uh, nevertheless, I didn't really want to talk about too much shit, but a couple of things that was on my mind was, first of all, I wanted to talk about the championship, you know, uh, with Toronto winning. Congratulations, Toronto. Congratulations to Drake. I want to say something. Hey, you let Drake be great. He come from Toronto. They ain't won shit. Now they winning shit. You motherfuckers need to get out your feelings. Drake is the motherfucking man. He's the man. His team won. They did their shit. He can celebrate. He got the bread. He got the juice. He got the pool. He can do what the fuck he wants to. And if that man, if they get that nigga enough pool to grab the uh, grab the fucking the, the trophy and take a picture with that motherfucker like it's Jordan, then so be it. Y'all motherfuckers need to stop being so salty about other people's, you know, moves and and how they got it, and just work on what the fuck you're doing. It's killing me out here. That's that's the problem with a lot of us. And when I mean us, I mean men especially. We so worried about what other people are doing because of what social media tells you what to worry about, what not to worry about, that we get lost in even being our own greatness. And we get stuck on critiquing everybody for the littlest shit. Men and women. You know, I notice across the board, somebody will do something on, on Instagram or whatever, and then it'll be comments, which everybody has their right to their own opinion. But motherfucker, just go left and start tripping off little shit and and ask and and, and, and and putting in dumbass opinions that don't even make sense of what's going on. So say all that to say. Congratulations, Raptors, Drake, do your shit. I'm glad that you're doing your shit. I'm glad you're celebrating like that. It is making hip hop look good. This is what all rappers, all MCs, anybody black that's in the culture, hell, anybody that's in the culture, period. This is what you dream about. You getting on you having enough money to go to the game, to get floor seats, and if you got enough pool in there, fuck with you, to be able to stand up, talk shit like a fan. You know what I'm saying? That's everybody's fantasy, whether you, matter of fact, whether you rap, uh, got a regular job, just make money, anything. If you're a fan of a sports team, your, your biggest fantasy is to be able to sit courtside, 50-yard line, wherever it is, and be part of the game uh, as a fan. Cheer, boo, talk shit to the players as long as you're not touching them like that white dude did that touched uh, Lowry, Lowry. You know what I'm saying? As long as you don't touch them, as long as you don't be disrespectful, hey, you know, you're there and enjoy it. Stop being salty and step your game up or hope that your fucking team win. You get up, you get some courtside tickets and you do the same thing that nigga did. Shit, get off his nuts. You need to fall back. Pretty much all I want to say about that. Oh, by the way, that shit won't matter because, you know, no matter where Kawhi go or, Tor- or the Toronto, where the fuck they're going to do, because the Lakers got AD, and even though LeBron fucking pissed me off seriously, they kept Kuzman, which I want, which I wanted them to do. And so if my podcast take the fuck off and my ventures and whatever I got going on take off and I get this bread, you best fucking believe I'm going to be courtside, cheering, talking shit, Blunting my mouth, motherfucking cheering on AD, talking shit to Drake across the motherfucking way, motherfucking chilling with Snoop, talking about go fucking Lakers. What the fuck I'm going to do? What the fuck everybody want to do?
Shit, thank you, Drake. You have motherfucking motivated me to one of the things I want to get off my bucket list. So, there you go. Other thing I want to talk about, kind of switching subjects, make it a little more serious, is um, reparations. Actually, Juneteenth and reparations, because they kind of go in together. Uh, yesterday was Juneteenth. All my black people, happy Juneteenth. All my white allies, happy Juneteenth. But really for my niggas, my black people, my brothers, my sisters, Juneteenth is very important. I didn't know how important it was until I moved to L.A. Because living in the South, I don't know, it's like a funny thing. Some places, they're very rich in their tradition and black traditions. Some places, not so much. You know, you get the basics, but you don't get that deep and routed shit that you should get as all black kids should get. So I didn't even know about Juneteenth until I came out here. My mom and her people was telling me about it. My grandma never talked about it. I really don't know why. I don't want to talk bad about grandma because she was black, black, and she was proud to be black. And she was, she raised me to be proud to be black, but she wasn't no revolutionary. She didn't go spill Martin Luther King. She was a good Christian lady, and that's all she really, you know, spit to me. So, but nevertheless, Juneteenth, me finding out about it, moving to L.A., finding out what it meant, um, reading my history books, kind of putting the two and two together and understanding that, man, we really got fucked in this country. We have to celebrate a day. First of all, the Emancipation, Pro Emancipation Proclamation was signed in 1663. Black people didn't get it all together as far as freedom till motherfucking two years later, like on June 19th, when the union had to go to Texas and tell the motherfucking Texas people to let these people go. If you didn't know, Texas was holding over black people so they could goddamn, because uh, it was crop season. So anyway, we finally get free on that day. And don't you know white people had a nerd, well, the government had a nerd to pay ex-slaveholders uh, ex money for their burden? They talk about all we got was freedom. They talk about we got freedom. These motherfuckers got paid. And then the freedom that we did get, they fucking spent another, what, two, two, 250, two, 250 years trying to figure out every which way to take it from us. Jim Crow laws, segregation, civil rights movement being tore apart here and there, fucking us over, killing our leaders, doing all kind of crazy experiments on us, redlining, redistricting lines for voting and everything else you can think of. And that's just half of what they put us through. And so I look at Juneteenth and as much as I celebrate it with my people and I love it and I understand the meaning of it and I understand the the appreciation of 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 of, of being able saying, yes, I'm free. In 2019, even though I don't have chains on my neck and nobody's whooping the fuck out of me and making me work against my will for no money. It seems like the powers that be still got a foot on all our necks and it don't matter if you're poor, middle class, or balling off your balling at your ass. Happy Juneteenth, I guess. 
the other thing I want to lead into is reparations from Juneteenth, because like I said, to me it feels like Juneteenth, yeah, it's cool, but uh, uh, really? Really, what are we free from? Same thing with reparations. I'm going to say something that a lot of people aren't going to like. If you're looking for the white man or the government to give us any money, they're pretty much going to tell you we gave you Barack Obama and you guys had crack. That's pretty much our reparations. That's what they're that's what they're looking at. They're looking at they're looking at the stereotypes of black men thinking that all we do is sell drugs. So they're like, hey, all y'all are going to be nigger rich off of crack. So they looked at that as reparations. And then from what Mitch McConnell said, we voted in a black president. First of all, Mitch McConnell and the Republicans didn't want no black president. They was trying to do everything to keep that motherfucker out. And then when he got in, they did everything they good to stop his agenda. And they did most of it. So now as I look at reparations and, you know, we're getting the reparations are getting a lot more light and people are talking about it and they're talking about how can we get paid and how can America atone for its original sin? I think about it and I ask myself, Deuce, would you want reparations? Hell yeah. Would you want to get paid? Hell yeah. Would you want certain allowances for you and your family so that you guys can actually get a little bit ahead in life? Hell yeah, because I'm going to tell you something. I work two jobs. I hustle. I do this show. I'm not asking for a parade. I'm not asking for I'm not asking for a woe is me. But I'm telling you, and this is for those who have those stigmas about black men in America or whatever thought that you had about black men living in South Central or any poor neighborhood in America. A lot more of us are there than you think. And we would love for reparations to be paid because we are the people that need it the most. And if it came to us getting reparations in the ghetto, you would see a lot less killing. You would see a lot more businesses sprout up. You will see a lot more families stick together. All of that. And I would love that for my, for my neighbors, for my friends, for my family. All of us that are black. All of us. We need this shit. This shit would be awesome. It would benefit the whole community. And not only that, it would benefit the country. If you gave reparations, and they can be cash, and they, they should be cash, they should be land, and they should be opportunities. Because no matter what you say, government, white people, whatever, the shit that happened back then affects all of us right now. From the way that we talk to each other, from the way that black people are treated, from the way that we are paid, where we live, everything, every aspect about my life has been touched by slavery. Even my children's lives are touched by slavery. They can't go to the school that they deserve because of the zip code they live in. I have to sneak them around zip code to zip code to make sure they can go to the school that'll fit them, that'll give them a better education so they can thrive and be better citizens on this planet. So they can have some kind of opportunity to get the fuck out of what the fuck we're into right now. And I'm doing whatever I can to get us out. 
So if you're giving us money and these opportunities, best believe it won't go to a bunch of lazy motherfuckers that are just going to smoke a bunch of Newports and roll dice, just like in the Dave Chappelle skit. But even if we fucking do, so fucking what? That's a side note. I'm tired of black people scared of being niggas. I like Hennessy. I like thick women. I like I like freaky sex. I like I got goon friends. Um, I said I smoke weed. We drink Hennessy. I uh, fry. I eat fried chicken. I eat watermelon. But all that shit does not make me a better or a worse black man. It's just what the fuck I like, and I'm not gonna be ashamed of it. I like my music loud, and I like it obscene, and I like to talk shit. But that don't mean I can't be loving, compassionate, and all that shit. But with all that being said, do I want those reparations? Yes. Do I want us to get those reparations? Yes. Will we get them? No. No. White people might not want to hear this, but whether you're racist or not, you kind of like the advantage you get. You kind of like that there is a big disproportion. And for those who are poor like me, you get the picture because you're on the same fence. You're on the same side of the fence with us. But for the rest of you motherfuckers, we know that you don't want anything better. Keep it the same way. Yeah, you don't want us to be shot. Yeah, you want you don't want to want us to be called nigger in the street. Yeah, you don't want our, you don't want police rolling up on us to shoot us. But you damn sure don't want us to get no money. You like us right in the ghetto. You like us still not be able to get every advantage we get that you get. And to keep certain things in order. Do you know why? Do you know why we think this? Because every time things happen that we think good white people are going to stand up for and have our back, they don't. Or they kind of sidetrack it. Now, we know that these this reparation talk is just for votes because you're scared as fuck that Donald Trump is actually going to win this shit again. So all you Democrat nomina- nominees, for pre- nominees for president are just talking about this shit just so you can keep the black vote because you know the black vote is pissed. You know, people have been talking... That you know your vote is in danger. You know the black vote is in danger fucking with you. You already see that 13% of the black vote went to Donald Trump. That's a very small percentage out of all of us, but it's enough for you motherfuckers to scratch your head. Or, or all of us stayed home. A lot of us stayed home last time. And y'all don't want that shit to happen. So now everybody's talking about reparations and getting black people money. But after watching that hearing, we already could tell no one's going to do this shit. Y'all got every excuse in the book. How are we going to pay it back? Or why should we pay it back if we weren't the ones that had you in slavery? That's my favorite one. Your white asses all take advantage of it. And when I say white one more time, and I'm not going to keep saying it, it's not to offend my brothers, and my white brothers and sisters that's in the struggle with us that understand how this shit go. Because if you understand how this shit go and you're in the struggle with us, you actually know I'm telling the truth. You're just one of those different ones that want something better, not only for us, but for you, because you know it all works out in the end for all of us. But for the rest of you muff, white people, you already know. I, was, I saw it in the, I saw those congressional hearings. You had every excuse in the book not to want it to happen. 
and black people weren't even pushing hard. The ones that we have in power and represented, they were giving some old half-assed answers and half-assed pleas and shit. No one's afraid to lose their power. No one's afraid to lose the vote. So everything's going to stay the status quo. Sorry, ain't no reparations. If you ain't so crack, got a wicked jump shot, sing a song, or got your own business, we had a black president. That's about as good as it's going to get. And I don't want to sound negative and fucked up, but that's just it. The last thing I do want to talk about, though, is L.A. traffic. Before I go. If you live in L.A., then you know what I'm about to talk about. I am so sick and tired of these motherfucking people on these little electric scooters fucking up the traffic downtown and other places, almost getting hit and then acting like it's your fault. Let me tell you motherfuckers something. You do not have the right of way. You are in the middle of the street riding a motherfucking electric scooter. You have better respect the fucking cars on the road before you get your ass ran over. It is already bad enough that in Los Angeles, California, motherfuckers spend an hour in traffic just to go three miles. Matter of fact, no, what was my boy? 14 miles, an hour in traffic. He going from the he going from Culver City to the west side. This is ridiculous. This traffic is fucking crazy. I know New York traffic is crazy. I heard Atlanta traffic is crazy. I've heard Texas traffic is crazy. But y'all motherfuckers ain't got shit on LA. Man, my girl from the valley, from where we stay at to the valley, damn near travels an hour and a half to and fro from work because she's always caught right in the middle of when, when the traffic is high as fuck. People cannot drive in L.A. They act like either a bunch of motherfuckers with Bentleys and they got a bunch of buckets or the motherfuckers with fly-ass cars drive like they got buckets and don't give a fuck about your car or their car because they know they're going to hit that shit and get another like I said, you got those motherfuckers on scooters that are taking up the traffic. Like, uh, I didn't drive, the other day, I didn't drive to work. I took the bus. And as we're on the bus, the bus driver's looking, and this, and she stops on her brakes real fast. She looks up, and she sees this dude on a scooter, and he's looking at her like, bitch, watch out. This nigga's in the middle of 7th and Spring. Like as if he's got an Escalade. Let me tell you motherfuckers on them scooters something. If I see you and you cut me off like you in a Bentley truck and you just so happen to get your ass tapped and flung across the street, I'm just going to chalk that up as karma fucking you up. You need to act like somebody got some sense and ride on the motherfucking pavement or ride in those designated lanes where you're supposed to. Don't be cutting in the middle of traffic. Don't be cutting in the middle of lights. Don't be cutting off motherfucking buses and shit. Because when you get your ass hit, ain't nobody saying shit. And for those who are in traffic, you need to use your fucking common courtesy and stop cutting people off and drive like you got somewhere to go. And stop trying to act like if you get hit somebody's car, it don't matter. Because you're going to end up getting fucked up. This traffic is fucked up enough as it is. 
I don't need nobody getting shot on the way home or getting ran over or getting fucked up because then it's going to add another hour to traffic. Anyway, those are just the little things I want to talk about. I didn't have too much to say. Um, shout out to everybody who listens. Thank you for always fucking with a nigga. You know what I'm saying? It's always my pleasure doing shit. Um, if you have any questions, concerns, comments, want to give a shout out, want me to shout you out. If you got a black business and you want somebody to say something about it, let me know. That's deucemeans27 at gmail.com. It's Fat James Bond at Instagram. Observing Report on Facebook. And, uh, you know, that's what's up. I'm out. My name is Deuce Means. You know what it is. Observing Report. And this is the motherfucking podcast.